Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we'll be doing Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yay! Woo! So exciting. <laughs> oh my god, this was such a fun movie. It was so, so silly, so good. I just love it. It had like the magic of Jane Austen, Pride and Prejudice, but then also zombies. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like we get to really do our first impressions this time because I had never seen this one either. Right. This is new to both of us. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, Christian is going to love this movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I will love it. Oh, my gosh. So should we just go straight into our first impressions? Yes. Yes, we should. Do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, yeah, I watched it like last week. Well, OK. I guess I should first say I read the book. Mm hmm. Maybe, well, I guess when it came out, I don't know, 15 years ago? <laughs> How long ago was that? I, 12 years? I don't know. I was really into zombies at the time and mm -hmm. had watched a lot of zombie stuff. And I read it and I thought it was cute. I mean, I already was a fan of Jane Austen by then. And right. I just kind of thought it felt like just reading Pride and Prejudice, but with some zombies thrown in. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the movie really improved on the book because... It was, I, it really worked. Like they changed the plot enough so that it felt uh -huh. like its own story. Yeah. And it, yeah, I thought it was just so much fun. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I felt the same way. Like I, I loved the little, like they had like that same real basic like storyline. And then they were like, we're going to change a couple little things. And I think it was more so for the big fans. I like, I would not I would be shocked to see if like fans of Jane Austen didn't like it because I feel like <laughs> the people who like made this movie kind of gave stuff to the fans, like the whole thing with um, Wickham and uh, <laughs> like the right ending that we deserve to have <laughs> because he's the worst. <laughs> Did you watch this, the final credit scene? Uh, no, I didn't know there was one. Oh my gosh, I meant to ask you before we <laughs> no! started so I can show it to you. <laughs> it's okay, we can... We'll watch it after. Yes. Or actually, we can watch it between the first and second episode. Oh, that's right. So you'll see it by the end. <laughs> uh, I can't believe it, no. I don't believe it to text you and be like, don't turn it off as soon as the credits start. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's crazy was I rented it because it's not on any of the apps. I was just like, oh, I'll just rent it. And after the credits were rolling, I just went back to the homepage and it acted like i watched all of it because i just removed it from my lineup so i was like oh, okay oh. <laughs> so uh, apparently they didn't maybe they didn't know either but i'm excited yeah. to watch that yeah it's really good what else first impressions wise it almost felt like it had the same charm <laughs> of um like the one the prime prejudice that we did the carrie knightley uh -huh. version just because like we still got that sisterhood yes between the 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 girls and the mother was still ridiculous. <laughs> we still love that. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, I felt like it was really taking influences from that one as well as from the 1996 one, which you haven't seen yet, mm -hmm. but which is the other like iconic Pride and Prejudice version. Right. And I'm saving that for, you know, when we're like <laughs> really ready for the best, the best. But anyway, I just really love the the zombies like they just they went all out like they didn't like do little, little cheap whatever. It was like real zombie makeup yeah. real prosthetics and they had it was like scary but also like so silly at moments and i think that's probably like either if you're gonna do zombies i say you either go all in and do the, the really scary real serious stuff or you make it funny yeah and i think they just went for the funny it was perfect yeah and it had a little bit of a scare factor. Oh, yeah. But it was also like an action-adventure movie, mm -hmm. and the fighting was great. And then it turned all of the, like, sexist tropes on their heads. <laughs> I was just about to say, uh, and we can get to, like, specific moments of it, but what I really appreciated, and I think um, Jane Austen would also appreciate, was that it, the when you see, when you hear about this premise and about, like, you know, zombies and, you know, you kind of have the preconceived notion that they're going to probably set up a damsel in distress kind of situation right. with the girls. But then you find out, oh, they're trained <laughs> to kill these zombies. And then when you think that scene's going to happen, it doesn't happen. Yeah. They defend themselves. and Yeah, these... it's so great. Yes. That first scene where everybody is running out of the house and they are running in yes. and they like have that like weird form. Oh my God. I can't it's wait till we so get to good. it. <laughs> yes, it was so good. All right. Well, should we go ahead and do um, the notes? Yeah. 
All right. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. All right. So, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, it was released in February 5th of 2016. So, not our newest, but I think our second. No, I guess the shorts don't count. The shorts count as newer, so it's one uh, of our newer stuff. Yeah, definitely on in the Jane Austen side. Besides the new Emma, I would say. Yeah, J- Jane Austen side. It was. Yeah. It's one of the newest things we've ever done. It was directed by Burr Steers, and also written by Burr Steers and Seth Graham Smith, yeah, who wrote, wrote the, the novel. Book, yeah. And then they list Jane Austen as a writer, and I was like, <laughs> as they should. Yes. <laughs> because they. Jane took her story. <laughs> where we're getting all of this from in the first place. <laughs> right. Um, some of the cast, uh, Lily James as Elizabeth Bennet, Woo-hoo. who I thought was great. Yeah, definitely. I love Lily James. Ever since I saw her as um, Rose. I know, but it's so hard for me to look at her with brown hair and blonde hair and think mm-hmm. of her as the same person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, what was crazy was the live action Cinderella that she played Cinderella. Uh-huh. I had watched it and just didn't even register that it was her because she looks so different. Really? I've never seen that one. Um, I think it was pretty good. I don't really remember much about it, though. That's yeah. not bad. That was the one. I th- That was one of the ones that I thought would look good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looked beautiful. Well, my list of things that I'll watch someday. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Sam Riley as Mr. Darcy. What Do you know what else he's been in? Um, Let's see. Because? Yes, he was in Maleficent. Okay. Um, some a movie called Control from two thousand seven. I don't know that one. On the road. Do you know that one? No. I think he does a lot of British stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It looks like a lot of British stuff that I don't know. <laughs> I would probably know <laughs> a lot of that. <laughs> so you might know this one better than I. Yeah, but he seemed like the kind of like British actor who I, you might not know, but who's done a ton of stuff. In oh yeah. Season. He's been on BBC a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. We have Bella Heathcote as Jane Bennett. Who I thought was oh, great. Uh, yeah, I definitely have seen her and stuff before. Oh, yeah. She, let's see what she's most known for. <laughs> That's what I love about IMDb. They're like, they're most known for this. The Neon Demon with Elle Fanning. It was like a 2016 film. I still want to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. And then she was in Dark Shadows, which I think was like a... I saw that. Yeah. Um, the movie? Yeah. She's been in some stuff. Um, Ellie Bamber as Lydia Bennett. Uh, Millie Brady as Mary Brennett, um, our fave. I, yeah, she was great. <laughs> she was really good. Um, Suki Waterhouse as Kitty Bennett. Okay. Douglas Booth as Mr. Bingley. Sally Phillips as Mrs. Bennett, who I most known for uh, from Veep. She plays, I think, like <laughs> Swedish ambassador. Um, oh my god, what was her name? Uh, Mina Hakkinen or something. However you say that, but she's just so silly. Yeah, I feel like she must be super famous in England because oh, yeah. I was watching the special features and the girls were all like looking up to her so much. She is most known for playing. Did you ever watch Bridget Jones? Bridget Jones? Yes. No, but we should probably do that on the podcast someday because it's um, based on Pride and Prejudice, I think. Oh, well, perfect. <laughs> she plays uh, a big character in all three movies, I think. So that's what she's like oh, most known for. Okay. Um, well, that's perfect. Yeah. Say, <laughs> we'll movie. see her again. <laughs> Um, we have Charles Dance as Mr. Bennett, most known to us, I guess, from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, Tywin. he really worked in this version as he was good. the uh, zombie killing Mr. Bennett. <laughs> yes. Um, we have Jack Houston as George Wickham, uh, arch nemesis. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was really good, too. I usually have real problems with Wickhams in general, but um, yeah. I just liked how he was, like, slimy from the get-go. Like, you could tell he was going to be this, like, Yeah, wah. but then I also believed, like... He could be a good guy. You never know what's going to happen in this right. version. Yeah, well, the way they set it up in this version, you're like, oh, okay, so maybe he has some sort of redemptive qualities. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. He really kept me guessing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we have Lena Headey as Lady Catherine de Bourgh. Awesome. Uh, legend. <laughs> Matt Smith as Parson Collins. Who I love him so was much. was so good. <laughs> He's my favorite doctor and... <laughs> <laughs> and favorite Parson Collins. Yeah, definitely. He is my favorite Collins. <laughs> he was so good. He was so silly. And then we have Emma Greenwell as Caroline Bingley. Um, Meh. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... that's I've what, seen more vicious Caroline Bingley's. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what was, like, kind of, like, disappointing about this one is, like, in Pride and Prejudice, like, the, the one we did, 
I would see that Caroline Bingley oh. being a zombie killing, yes. like, <laughs> one of the best ones. But in this one, they kind of just gave her, like, a throwaway part, which was kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then that's pretty much all, like, the main characters. We only we barely got any Charlotte. Yeah, that's true. Which is kind of like, I think we got, like, one scene with Charlotte, one or two. Yeah, I mean, she she was in the background a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was played by, um, oh gosh, I think it's an Irish name. Eisling? I was looking at that Ashling? and I was like, I don't know if it's Aisling, Eisling, Isling. I'm sorry. <laughs> A-I-S-L-I-N-G. It's one of those Irish names that is just so baffling to my brain. And I'm like, yes. I, oh. <laughs> but it's that first name, Loftus. <laughs> so, <laughs> but really, really good cast. I was really happy with it. Some of the taglines. Let's look at some of the taglines. Oh, yeah. I did uh, love the cast. That's great. See. All right. Oh, God. This one's long. Okay. <laughs> One of the shorter ones was just bloody lovely. Which, okay. <laughs> which I, I kind of like, like. That works. Double entendre. <laughs> um, for future, for love, for family, everyone must fight. Okay. Uh. Slay with pride, kill with prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> To survive 19th century England, they'll need beauty, wealth, and a killer instinct, of course. Okay, that works. Um, Why are there so many? <laughs> I don't know. This is the last one. This is like a kind of a longer one. It is a truth universally acknowledged that a zombie in possession of brains must be in want of more brains. Yeah, well, that's the opening line of the movie. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, for some reason, it's listener tagline, so maybe they kind of just used it on posters. They probably did. Let's see what else. What else? Box office. Their budget was twenty eight million. Um, opening weekend, they made five. Gross domestic was ten point nine, so about eleven million. And then worldwide, unfortunately, was sixteen point five. Oh, so it didn't break even, which is no. crazy. I think. Okay, here's my theory on that because you know Jane Austen fans will show up. Yes. But I think because it's Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, maybe if you had read the book, you might like I did say. No, thank you. <laughs> it was okay, but I don't really need to rush to the theater to see it. But yeah, they just, they should have been like, you know, I don't know. Just I don't know how they could have done it. I don't even remember it. it really coming out. I remember hearing about it. Yeah. And then it being out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was only nominated for four awards. It only won one. It won the Golden Trailer Award for Best Horror Poster. Okay. Um. <laughs> It's just, yeah. I don't remember the poster. I don't either. I think it's just one of those standards, like, where everyone's on there. Uh-huh. It's almost like a like an Avengers kind of poster. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but Matt Smith and, and Lena Headey were both nominated for Best Supporting Actor for the Blood Guts UK Horror Awards. Oh, did they win? <laughs> no, they were only nominated. Uh, <laughs> I would have loved to see their acceptance speech. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would love to see them on the red carpet. The scary blood red carpet. But yeah, it's uh, I was um, it's almost two hours long, which I was like, shocked yeah. by because usually these kind of like non-traditional movies tend to run shorter for some reason. Yeah, I think because there's so much action in it. Yeah, which I liked the action a lot. Yeah, me too. I really enjoyed it. The <laughs> fight scenes were like not. There was w- one scene where it was like, a little cheesy, <laughs> but <laughs> the rest of them were really good, and I thought they did. Pretty oh well. yeah. Well, in the next episode. I'll do my notes from the special features Mm -hmm. and it's just so funny the parallels between uh, like a Mm -hmm. the movie Pride and Prejudice the Joe Wright one and Mm -hmm. this one and how they talk about like their process of getting (laughs) (laughs) so funny okay but let's go ahead and get into the recap yes Right. So it's Sony Screen Gems Cross Creek Pictures. <laughs> pretty big companies. <laughs> yeah. We get some really exciting music to start, and there's a man on horseback galloping over a bridge. <laughs> and we hear the line It is a truth universally acknowledged that a zombie in possession of brains must be a want of more brains. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they're at Netherfield Park. I believe because she's yes. saying she's talking about a whist party that got killed at netherfield park it's just that the implications of that means that darcy went to netherfield park mm-hmm. 
tried to stop the zombie outbreak. Then it happened, and he was like, hey, bud, why don't you move into this house that just got a zombie outbreak? <laughs> Maybe he was like, I purposefully cleared it clean so that you could Sure, there's no one left. Wink, yeah. wink. <laughs> uh, okay, so he introduces himself as Colonel Darcy to some, like, gun-wielding guards, and he goes through some tunnels mm-hmm. to get in. And he gets, this is a really weird scene because it never um, comes up again, but he gets like searched by some weird x-ray machine by this lascivious, creepy doctor. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't he like completely nude? I, yeah, he is nude. Yeah. Okay. I have, yeah. (laughs) And then he's like, talks about this. Anyway. Yeah. It never comes up again, which was interesting. Yeah. I just thought it was really it was cool setup, but then now reading back about it, I'm like, that never came back up. <laughs> came back up again. <laughs> so there's this big card party going on and they all get quiet when it's announced that Darcy has arrived. And Mrs. Featherston is like the head of this party, I guess. Mm-hmm. Darcy comes in and she tries to assure him that no one there is infected. And he is like, hmm, okay, let me just play around Twist, I think. <laughs> and he releases some carrion flies to search out dead flesh. Yeah. And he's talking to this old lady and he's like, you don't have to worry about the buzzing. It's when the buzzing stops. <laughs> <laughs> and stop it does. And we see that they are all on the man who's dealing, who's the, cards. dealing the cards at his table. <laughs> and yes, he is a zombie. Darcy dispatches him quite easily. <laughs> breaks a bottle and so he wants to know if the guy could have infected anyone else and they're they say no but cassandra knows (laughs) (sighs) and i was like oh appropriate cassandra is one of those you know i know that doom is coming names right she knows that the niece is in danger (laughs) (laughs) so she runs up to her room and finds her with half her face missing and it's a zombie attack. Ah! Actually, the cover of the book has like a lady dressed up like mm-hmm. in Regency with half of her face missing. And I think that's what um, Burke, whatever his name is, Burke, mm-hmm. much might call it. The director <laughs> <laughs> said was like that image attracted him to doing that scene to doing the movie, I think. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what I, uh, what was so crazy about that scene was when she peeks in the door to check on her, you see the maid hiding behind the rocking chair. Yeah. And I, if I was that maid, I would have left that house. I would have <laughs> never came back. I mean, if you see the maid cowering, then, you know, Clearly. Sh- get her out, shut the door, lock it, and call Darcy. <laughs> right. But I also think it, like, because they're not doing that serious, serious yeah. route, that it makes it kind of silly and fun. Oh, of course. Because you got to have the right um one thing about that searching thing that they did to darcy i was like wouldn't they have caught this man dealing the cards <laughs> by doing that search because he would have had a bite mark on him but maybe he well, paid them obviously off. that searching was all bs because he was like how could you discern that the wound on my ribs was from fencing and he was like i've been doing this a long time and he's like i don't have a wound so uh, i feel like it's all like bs it's kind of like fake it's like Fake yeah. surety, basically. Fake medicine type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little too familiar. Exactly. Okay, so the opening credits, I guess, is mm-hmm. it's fun. It says, an illustrated history of England, 1700 to 1800. <laughs> and um, as the opening credits, you know, are on the screen, Mr. Bennett is explaining to us how zombies started in the first place. Right. And I, okay, even though I watched it three times... And I wrote down what happens. <laughs> I still am so confused about where they live in comparison because, okay. Uh-huh. He says the Grand Barrier was built. It was a hundred foot wall encircling London. Mm-hmm. Then they built a huge moat right. further out. And in between, they called it the in-between. Interesting. And so at that time, the wealthy started learning martial arts in Japan the wise learned in China. (laughs) (laughs) And because um, zombies kept infiltrating, they had to blow up all the bridges except for one 
And after things calmed down, people started to move back to their fortified country estates. But see, this is what I'm confused about. Is Are the country estates outside of the moat or in the in-between? Do the zombies still live in the in-between? I, I am <laughs> under the impression, based on other scenes, because we got that really good scene where they show the uh, exterior of the Bennett house and how it has its own moat. Yeah. I'm thinking they're outside and that maybe they have their own protections. Okay. And the in-between is just wasteland? I would think so. Maybe like easy, <laughs> like just completely flat treeless so that they can just see zombies and be like, pick them off real quick. Oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking. Like no man's land for like World War II. I just, I kept being so confused by this. <laughs> it <laughs> I was. I don't know why it was bothering me so, it wasn't bothering me, but I was like trying to figure it out and I just couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like being thrown like obviously you're getting like history lesson of england and then you're also <laughs> being thrown like the creation of these evil creatures <laughs> and, yes. and so even i kind of like blanked out and was like i'm just gonna follow the pictures yeah because i was wanting to watch the credits mm-hmm. and see who was in it but i totally missed all of that because i was too busy looking and listening and <laughs> right I did appreciate the illustrations and how yeah. <laughs> they made the zombies just, they just threw them in with green, remind me green of face. The first Emma we watched, mm-hmm. their opening credits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then we, okay, so Mr. Bennett, he's smiling as his girls all clean their guns. <laughs> they don't do embroidery in this world, they clean guns, which I, I appreciate it <laughs> a lot. Mrs. Bennett comes in to tell everyone that Netherfield Park is let at last. <laughs> and. Mr. Bennett is like, how can this benefit our warrior daughters? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bennett to the rescue all the time. Yeah. And Mrs. Bennett is saying they're at a disadvantage because they weren't trained in Japan. And Lizzie is like, I wouldn't trade my training. And she doesn't want to be paraded around like a prized heifer anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lydia makes a crack about her being a cow. And Lizzie tries to attack her. And we hear them screaming as they run out, which I love their relationship. Lizzie yes. and Elizabeth are just constantly trying to kill each other. <laughs> yes. Okay, then we have the getting dressed scene. Right. <laughs> which was more fun yeah it's mostly about <laughs> weapon placement <laughs> yes and i really like their dress designs with like the big slit so that <laughs> i also really liked it i was like okay i also love the forced modernization of women's garbs <laughs> yeah <laughs> more breathability and more flexibility yeah and their ruffled um stockings and... <laughs> yes i thought it was so pretty like all the costuming was so good yeah and they're like the kind of dresses you can move your arms in yeah <laughs> and not like i can only move them up this far <laughs> <laughs> yes i do have i think the costuming in this was probably one of the best of that time period costuming because it was all very like just really embroidered and ornate uh-huh. and there's a dress in a party scene towards the end that i really love that oh, we'll okay. talk about. <laughs> mm-hmm. so then they go to the dance and everyone is dancing merrily just like the netherfield <laughs> park or the no the, uh oh my god the other party prejudice one you know right. they had the same meriton ball yes yes meriton hall Captain Bingley, Captain Bingley in this one. He's captain. <laughs> I like that they are actually like in the army and not just gentlemen who do nothing. Just rich people who are like, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Um, captain Bingley comes in with Caroline and Mrs. Hurst, who is so barely in this movie. She's mm-hmm. just like a prop, basically. Basically. <laughs> and Charlotte is there and she's on the lookout for husband. <laughs> And then Darcy comes in, and they gossip about his wealth. And then Bingley falls in love with Jane at first sight. (laughs) (laughs) Following the plan. And he comes over for an introduction, and he also introduces Mr. Darcy. And Mr. Bingley didn't even know. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny, because Elizabeth's like, I hear you have a great library, like, you know, trying to make conversation. He's like, oh, wait, a library? (laughs) 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 Like, he didn't even know they had one. And then he asked Jane to dance two dances. And Mrs. Bennett, I think, is talking to Darcy about how dancing is the first something of great civilization. And he's like, even zombies could dance, I bet. <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> uh, Not the point. <laughs> yeah. And then we see some dancing. And Bingley is trying to encourage Darcy to dance with Elizabeth, but he just insults her. And so she walks off and knocks over her face as she tries to flee. Yes. 
It was so embarrassing. I know, especially when he's like, ooh, that's embarrassing for you. <laughs> I would have been like, shut up. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't try to throw it in his face right, right then. <laughs> so outside, um, well, that would give away the surprise, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, he doesn't know that they are the best warriors in the country. Yeah, they should kick his ass for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess they do have a... A big fight scene. <laughs> yes. Um, outside, a zombie walks up on her from behind. She's talking normal, and she says she doesn't like Darcy, and it's Mrs. Featherston from the first scene. <laughs> She's trying to tell Elizabeth something, but then someone shoots off her head. <laughs> but I was wondering, do you think she's trying to tell her about Wickham and about the smart zombies? I... Th- or is she trying to tell her, we're all here right now. We're going to eat her. <laughs> Maybe. I, I wonder, um, because we don't really get a lot of dialogue from the zombies in regards to, like, do... I mean, they, they have to eat brains to survive, but, like, do they... Are, like, the ones that are aware, are they, like, I don't want to eat my friends. So like, are they, like, please, like, help, like, get rid of us. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I could see that being, like, you know, because as far as she knows, you know, Bennett's the Bennett's know that all the zombies are like mindless, like, you know, typical zombies. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, I could see that. So where am I? Oh yeah. We're about to have the big, big fight. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was Darcy who shot off the head and he's like, I just saved your life. <laughs> and I said, little does he know. <laughs> <laughs> and Elizabeth is annoyed and says that she posed no threat. And just then, another zombie girl strolls up. And now we have to go into fighting mode. Yes. (laughs) And as all the guests run out, the Bennett girls run in, in formation, and there's the slow-mo kick-butt entrance. Yes. (laughs) And they all kind of work as a unit with Lizzie at the helm. And the men just kind of stand back and are impressed by them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, once again, women doing all the work. Yeah. They basically take out a whole room full of zombies, the five of them. Right. And suddenly, Darcy sees all of Elizabeth's virtues. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he falls in love with her. She's, <laughs> she's like, like he zombies. kills a lot. She kills a lot of zombies. Yeah. <laughs> That's the girl for me. Yeah. I. They said they all had their own fighting style, which you can kind of see in like that. Um, in one of the coming up scenes mm-hmm. but I was trying to look for it in this one, and it seemed like there was a lot of double knife fighting. But maybe that's just because what they had but yeah. jane definitely had a staff yeah i think lizzie's swords were longer yeah i i did wonder about that because she did say shaolin and i think a lot of from what i've seen and i'm, I'm the farthest thing from an expert on this but <laughs> <laughs> from many video games or movies i've seen i think a lot of the shaolin stuff was like staffs mm-hmm. so i would assume that maybe that's where that comes from i'm not sure where the swords come from it might be part of that culture yeah. um but i don't know i did I, don't know, I appreciated all the, the fighting and the flips. And, oh, yeah. I don't know, just the craziness of it. <laughs> I bet that was such a fun scene to film. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can imagine. I always think about these movies and, like, the training to do it. Even oh, if it's yeah. still, like, stunt choreography, it's still, like, almost a real thing. Totally. It's so fun. <laughs> so back at home, Jane is teasing Lizzie about Darcy as they spar. <laughs> <laughs> and Lizzie's not impressed with him. And Jane sneak attacks her and gets punched <laughs> in the stomach. And uh, Mary shows up and she has her own fighting style, which is very still. And like, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, she ex- ex- expends no effort. You know? Right. <laughs> Conserve all the energy. Yeah. But she does get thrown to the ground. And Kitty shows up and tries to fight too. And then Lydia punches elizabeth and insult her (laughs) and she chases around the room (laughs) and all the time that they're doing this fighting scene they're all talking about darcy's pride Mm -hmm. but it's a really fun scene like i love that so much dialogue is delivered throughout all this fighting like there's never a fighting scene that doesn't have dialogue in it Mm -hmm. which is what i always find boring in action when it's like suddenly all the dialogue and everything ends and it's just like fight 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 for 20 minutes and you're like Okay, but can we do something? (laughs) (laughs) Someone say something witty. (laughs) Okay, so then Mama sends Jane to Netherfield on horseback. (laughs) (laughs) And Elizabeth is worried about the zombies springing from the wet earth. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, oh, that is kind of scary. Yeah, I said we don't get that until like almost the end, but at yeah. least I've seen of that, but I never thought about that. I was like, ooh. Yeah. God. On the way, Jane gets thrown from her horse because like it gets spooked and a zombie arrives and she goes to shoot at it. Her gun misfires. So she just kills him by stomping his head in. <laughs> so she was like, I got like a million swords on me. <laughs> and then there's zombie mom and baby. Ugh, and she was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and the baby is actually like a puppet that the mom is controlling with her hand. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. That's smart. Yeah. And as the zombie approaches, we dramatically cut away. So we don't know what happened. It was my recollection from the book that more of the main characters died oh, throughout, really? but I didn't. N- nobody really seemed to die. No, in this one. So I don't think anyone I did. Can't really remember from the book, so I might be wrong about that. Uh, the, yeah, I, I wonder is the book as silly as this, or is it kind of a little more serious? <sighs> like I said, it's just like Jane Austen. It's just like Bright Red right. with weird zombies stuck in. <laughs> just it didn't feel like it had its own plot. Like this one kind of feels like it's got its own. Gotcha, gotcha. I where was I? <laughs> <laughs> the zoom in. Oh yeah, Elizabeth arrives at Netherfield looking for her sister. She has the flu, or worse, because she looks horrible. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she's on death's door. I know. Uh, so she goes in to check on her, and then the physician arrives, and Darcy comes in. He's definitely suspicious. Sus- suspicious. <laughs> suspicious suspicious of the wound on her hand and he releases some of his carry-on flies and elizabeth plucks them from the air one by one (laughs) she's like no need for these there was this one time i wrote like a blog about this back in the myspace days when Mm -hmm. you could just blog randomly (laughs) right but i was trying to take this nap and i kept hearing this fly buzzing around and i just kind of woke up and went and grabbed it out of the air, and I was like, oh my god, did I suddenly become, like, a ninja or something? <laughs> You're a superhero. <laughs> and I, just, I thought about that when I was watching this scene, because she just plucks them one by one <laughs> out of the air. And the doctor assures Darcy that Jane was not bitten, uh, but he was ready to kill her because he had a knife in his hand. <laughs> it's, like, so ridiculous. Like, she's not turning. She That clearly is not a bite mark, because there's no teeth marks <laughs> i know sir oh goodness at least he waited that long it's like she didn't show up and he was like die <laughs> <laughs> i already killed her but before he leaves lizzie has to hand him the squished dead flies i believe these are yours <laughs> <laughs> she was like not today so elizabeth comes down that evening as the snobs play cards <laughs> and caroline tries to insult her by speaking japanese and Lizzie is just, like, immediately ready to fight her. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, let's duel. She doesn't take the bait. She's like, I'll show you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then Darcy goes on about accomplished ladies. Now they not only have to do all the stuff from the book, but they also have to be really good at fighting or well-versed in fighting styles. Of course. And um, Elizabeth shows off her Chinese while insulting Darcy for not having read The Art of War in its original dialect. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really fun turnaround of that scene, like oh, yeah. put, turning it on his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's so funny because we have that original scene basically where he's like, um, you know, perfect women, blah, 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 blah. And in this one, it's like, oh, let me add on these extra like insane qualities that these women need to have yeah <laughs> it feels like the scene is even more justified where she's like so wait a minute <laughs> you know a lot of these women <laughs> please i would like your name one she's like i'm certainly not refined <laughs> <laughs> so that evening elizabeth watches out of the window as darcy chops the head off a statue with his sword <laughs> <laughs> so much angst i know he's always practicing his sword in the middle of the night <laughs> so ridiculous just chopping the heads off of all his statues <laughs> and bushes i guess he doesn't really care i mean uh, what if you're that rich i guess it's not like just... he has any affection for that house and right it's, like it's in theory bingley's although i don't know that they really explain that no yeah i mean i guess they do but it's you probably should be familiar with pride and prejudice before you watch it if you want to know the backstory right <laughs> 
The next morning, the rest of the Bennett ladies arrive. And Elizabeth doesn't even let them have an embarrassing conversation. She just rushes Jane out all wrapped up in a blanket before anyone can stop her. We are going. I thought that was really funny, too. Yes. And uh, Elizabeth and Darcy exchange a few last very tense words. Mm-hmm. And then Bingley agrees to host a ball <laughs> to Darcy's dismay. And on the way home, they notice that Mrs. Beecham's orphanage fell. What, like just the casually throwing a very morbid like oh all these orphans are now zombies <laughs> <laughs> oh look they're littering the countryside <laughs> why are there orphanages in the country shouldn't they all be in like london just to be safe you would think <laughs> doesn't it seem like i guess you would i would think like families in the country if their parents died that other families would be like uh, we'll take them yeah they could be future zombie killers exactly <laughs> <laughs> so at home jane is better and we learn that a certain gentleman is arriving. <laughs> and Mr. Collins is the odious man who can toss them all out when Mr. Bennett dies. Ugh. I wrote, I love Matt Smith. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> He's so perfect. I feel like. I do think it's my favorite Mr. Collins because yeah. he's got like the uh quality, but he's also kind of got like a, well, you know, I could see like Mary and um, Charlotte being like, okay, he's not that bad. Yeah. You know? He's very much a lovable buffoon. Yeah. He doesn't seem vicious in any way. No. Yeah. I never like <laughs> if he were to assume power i would be like i'm not worried about him <laughs> at all he's not gonna know we can easily persuade him to do something else yeah <laughs> oh so lady catherine is his patroness and we learn that she's the most deadly sword swordswoman in great britain and the richest woman i believe in great britain they say and yeah i wrote he's very funny not too gross which i just said <laughs> <laughs> and he Oh, so he gets up and declares his desire for Jane. He's just like, hey, I'm going to pick one of you girls. I like Jane. She's the hottest. (laughs) (laughs) And Mrs. Bennett is like, sorry, but she's already spoken for. How about Lizzie? She's the next hottest. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) And he's fairly easily swayed. Although he does go, aw. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, why? (laughs) So he's going to read to them from Four Dice's sermons. <laughs> when Kitty and Lydia want to walk to town. And Papa sends Lizzie and Jane with them. And so, of course, Mr. Collins has to go too. I can't remember if he just of wants course. to go or if Mrs. Bennett sends him with him. But on the way, they find an overturned carriage. I felt bad because Mary totally got left. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't She's even realize that. didn't go. <laughs> Maybe she didn't want to go. She's like, oh, good, fine, I can read in peace. (laughs) (laughs) Where's this? Okay. So they find this overturned carriage, and someone's banging on the inside. And eventually, they they all train their guns. Nobody actually goes to the carriage. But eventually, a zombie lady pops out, and she just seems totally with it. So I guess she never ate a brain. Right. But they shoot her head off. And Mr. Collins has a very astute observation in which he is concerned that zombies are setting traps. It kind of seems like it. Yeah. And there's um, just like a funny bit where Lizzie is carrying all these guns and he's like, here, let me help you with that. And he just like rearranges them. <laughs> he, he puts it back on her shoulder. Yeah. He was like, it was falling. In town, the militia has arrived and Liddy... Lydia. I always want to say Liddy. <laughs> Lydia and Kitty um, walk up to Colonel Denny, who they seem to know, and he introduces all the girls to Mr. Wickham. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth somehow manages to walk with Wickham, and Lydia now has all the guns. <laughs> and I, I think he's a pretty good Wickham, because I yeah. actually kind of really believe his sincerity at first. Mm-hmm. and um darcy and bingley show up while they're on this walk and of course darcy seeing wickham rides off <laughs> very typical elizabeth asks about it and wickham says that darcy's father you know left him a living and darcy went against went against his wishes and gave it to another man 
And then we just go straight to the ball. I guess mm. the Netherfield ball. Yeah. Okay, so at the ball outside, it, there's like a... It looks like something scary is watching the ball from outside. Yeah, they get that like POV yeah. from a zombie or creature. Yeah. But inside, it's pretty dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and Elizabeth actually seems really happy. She's wandering around with a huge smile on her face. She's happy to see Jane and Bangley dancing. And then she finds Wickham, which was a big shocker. I was like, Wickham is there? (laughs) He was somehow invited or just came. Well, I mean, he did get invited, but normally he doesn't show up because, you know, uh, he doesn't want a scene. But now we know that he actually let in the zombies. (sighs) But we don't actually know that at this point. Right. But we know because we've seen the whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is the party maybe with my favorite dress. Is it when she was wearing the black dress? I think. Isn't this the blue one? Was that the first one? I think the, the first blue was the, the first blue. one. This is the one with, like, the black, and it has, like, the normal sleeve, but then they have, like, a sheer longer sleeve oh, that's, like, uh-huh. almost, like, halfway down her, <laughs> what would you call this part, bicep? Yeah. Um, And it just looks so pretty, and I was like, too bad she's got to get into a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one does have a big fight, but not as big as, it's not no. like the whole place gets taken down. Right. Okay, so she finds Mr. Wickham, and then Mr. Collins comes and finds her and comes to collect her for their dance. <laughs> I love the dance. Mr. Collins has a lightness of foot, and he's just bouncing all Good around. Lord. This is my favorite, because he's just so happy and delighted to be dancing and just chit-chatting the whole time. Right. <laughs> so excited. And he says he intends to stay close to her for the rest of the evening, and that's just when Mr. Darcy asks her to dance. And she's like, yes. please and then mr collins basically chases darcy out the door (laughs) (laughs) and we don't actually get to see the dance but it is in the deleted scene so i'll talk about it at the very end of the second episode (laughs) Mm -hmm. so next scene is mama is drunk (laughs) and talking about rich husbands and darcy is overhearing it and elizabeth gets bitten because she tries to stop her mom from talking <laughs> she was like do not put your hand on my mouth she's like i don't care what mr darcy over here is. <laughs> and then so she, i think she's going out to try to find somebody and she runs into mr bingley and they see someone get attacked by a zombie and pulled down the hall and mr bingley seems to want to go find help but elizabeth is like nope we gotta get here on <laughs> <laughs> we just gotta do it so mr bingley reluctantly follows her and gets knocked down some stairs and elizabeth runs down the kitchen is full of mrs beecham's orphans oh they made it yeah and this time instead of darcy watching elizabeth kill a bunch of zombies elizabeth gets to watch darcy kill a bunch of zombies <laughs> <laughs> so he comes in and chops them all up and he's pretty much ready to kill charles yes his best friend if he was bitten and elizabeth is like no he wasn't bitten and by the way you're a good warrior but you're a bad friend (laughs) (laughs) i was shocked that bingley wasn't like he's so rich you would think the rich would be like we're better warriors because we have more access to training or whatever well and he's a captain in the army so i'm sure he's got some training but maybe he's just like i'd rather not fight zombies if at all possible (laughs) (laughs) he might just be like the goofy goofy guy yeah i'm sure he could pay his way to his commission that's true yeah okay so then bingley the bingleys and darcy leave for london immediately (laughs) And Caroline sends a letter to Jane to explain. Mm-hmm. And that's halfway. Wow. Yep. It's funny because it's like almost the exact same spot that's halfway in, in the, the other Pride and Precious. All right. Well, should we say our favorite part of this section? Sure. Okay. Yeah, we could do two of them. <laughs> well, I think my favorite part is that first scene where they all fight where the girls mm-hmm. all fight together as like a unit i just think it's such a fun exciting fight scene oh yeah and i just love watching it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i have like stuck between two i think maybe mine was the beginning where it opens up and instead of doing embroidery and everything they're just cleaning their weapons <laughs> I love that too. and the mom comes in and she is still like preoccupied with ooh, rich husbands because <laughs> rich is moving and the dad is like they fight zombies 
I don't think they're obsessed with marriage yet. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. Yes. Silly, um, silly. Yeah. Okay. Was there anything else? What was your second one that you had to decide? Oh, um, the second one, second one, second one. Oh, my gosh. I had it in my head. Ooh. Yeah. It might, it might be a Mr. Collins. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That, although there's so much more good Mr. Collins I coming know. up. <laughs> Maybe it was, um, oh, it, you know, it was the scene where they're walking in the woods and he's like, oh, let me help you. And then just repositions it on her. And he's like, there you go. I did yeah. something for you. <laughs> and she's like, thanks. Yeah. And at the beginning of the next episode, obviously, we'll get into the proposal. But I mm-hmm. do um, appreciate. I feel like Elizabeth tolerates Mr. Collins more. And this one, like, oh, she yeah. just doesn't seem as concerned. Oh, yeah. And I, I do like that. So for the deep dive, should we do the deleted scenes? Sure. And then maybe the short quiz? Yeah. I think we have time for both. Obviously, some of these scenes are coming in the second half of the movie, but I'll just... I mean, I could just say the ones that come in the first half. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> so there's a deleted scene where they're when they're all getting ready, mm-hmm. and it's of Mary trying out a giant feather in her hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Kitty and Lydia are like, yeah, it looks great. And then Jane is helping Lizzie get ready, and they're giggling about making inquiries into Mr. Wickham at the ball. And the other three sisters come in, Mary with the giant feather, and Elizabeth <laughs> and Jane immediately start laughing at her. <laughs> yes, delete that scene. Yeah. Don't be mean to Mary. <laughs> And then there's one at the dance where Lizzie and Darcy are dancing mm-hmm. and she, oh, it's their dance that get, has gotten cut out. And actually, I don't like it that much because it's just almost exactly the same as the dance from the book. It's got the same oh. kind of dialogue and it doesn't really have the sexual tension, you know, that it had before. So I just kind of felt like it's a little bit of a mess scene. So yeah, I'm glad they cut it. I didn't really think it needed it no. because there are plenty of other opportunities for them to connect. Yeah, they don't have a lot of it's not the same sexual tension as like the book of the movies. I feel like the it's... them watching each other fight was more of the sexual tension yes. than the dance would have been. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not like very like. Ooh, we're gonna say these little quips, and it might be like about you, but it might not be about you. Yeah, and it's not like that roundabout way. It's very like, oh, I like her now. Yeah, because they they're more direct. They gotta they got their fighting <laughs> yeah. spirits. Fight zombies now. <laughs> and then there is, at, also at the dance, the it's called Caroline Bingley Showdown. And first of all, at the dance, there's like this puppet theater going on in one of the oh. rooms. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's weird. And Elizabeth walks by it into the music room where Mary is singing poorly. And it's the whole scene. And it almost looks like Papa. He does stop it, but it looks like he slams the piano lid down on her fingers. Oh, Oh, no. So Lizzie walks out and Caroline comes out and tries to insult her. And they draw knives on each other. But then Charles comes out and calls Caroline back in. So I would have said keep it in if they actually fought but since they didn't you don't yeah. really need that like mary getting <clears throat> yeah i would appreciate it like even not even like a full out fight but that even like a little like side room like i wanted to see caroline in and... her fight yeah yeah because sure. she was so confident <laughs> about her her japanese training let's see it yes i wish there had been a scene of that mm-hmm. okay so the rest are all in the second half so i guess i will just do that later <laughs> and then as for for the quiz this one i think quiz. we can do i don't even think i need to send it to you because <laughs> i think we can just do it together okay it's called how good are your table manners and it's with the pride and prejudice and zombies cast Ooh. so we'll just because it's basically like you answer and they tell you whether you're right or not oh okay so we'll just decide together yeah. and answer so which side is your bread plate on oh my gosh. right or left it's on your, oh my God, I literally learned about this in <laughs> dining room management. Uh, I th- oh my God, I'm an idiot. I think it's on your left. Okay. Please. Correct. Yay. The bread pa- 
is on the left. Bella and Matt got it. So I guess that's Jane and Matt Smith and Bingley who are all playing this game. Yes. So it's very much the British. Collins and Jane got it. And Bingley did not. (laughs) (laughs) Which side is your wine glass on? Is it on the right? So you can grab it. (laughs) I think it's on the right. Okay. Right. Correct. You're right again. Yeah. It's on the opposite side of your bread plate. So right. Perfect. It didn't say who got that one. (laughs) (laughs) How do you know which piece of silverware to use first? Inside out? Outside in? Top to bottom? There's no order. You just have to know. Now, this one I do know. It's outside in, right? Yeah, I think so. Because I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure my grandma taught me that. You put the salad fork on the outside? Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. You're right. Correct. Be like the cast of PPZ and just work from the outside in. (laughs) (laughs) If your soup is too hot, how do you cool it down? Blow on it, stir it, wait, or stir it and wait. I would say probably not blow on it, although that's what I would do. Probably stir it and wait, I would guess. Yeah, stir it and wait. Correct. Yay! (laughs) Matt said, spit it out and complain. (laughs) Blow on it. But... Bella thankfully intervened and said, aren't you supposed to just wait? Just wait. (laughs) Voice of reason. (laughs) I would be like, (sighs) yeah. Anyone got a piece of ice? (laughs) Seriously. Or I would just be so hungry that I would just put it in my mouth and be like, why is my mouth burning? (laughs) Okay. How do you butter a piece of bread? Put a piece of butter on your plate first. You don't have to do that. Just butter it. Dip your bread in the butter. (laughs) Or just don't ever use butter. You're supposed to put a piece of butter on your plate first, right? Yeah. Well, in my class, we were taught that we put, um, when we would set tables, we would put, depending on how many people, like if there was a table of four, I think you would put four individual butters on a single plate and they would get their own butter. Yeah, but, like, would you take the butter and put it on your plate and then butter it yourself? Or would you just take the butter and put it straight on the bread? I guess you put it on your plate. Yeah. I feel like that would be the polite thing to do. Yeah, especially if there's, like, a communal plate. Otherwise, you're just like, hold on, let me finish. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, yeah, put it on your plate. Okay. Correct! Yay. <clears throat> uh, Bella didn't believe the boys when they said put it on your plate first. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's ridiculous. Sorry, Bella. Be like Douglas and Matt and put the piece of butter on your plate first. In addition, rip off small pieces of bread and then butter it. Don't go buttering the entire piece of bread now. Well, that's what I do too because the butter tastes better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just take two things of butter and I'm like, this will all go on here now. (laughs) I always rip off and I'm like, dab, dab, dab. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What is the proper way to hold a fork and knife? Knife in your left hand, fork in your right or fork in your left hand, knife in your right? I think it's fork in left and knife on right because it's for right-handed people, right? And I'm left-handed and I hold my fork in my left hand. I hold my fork in my left hand and I'm right-handed. No, I did my knife. Sorry. My knife in my left hand. So fork in your left, knife in the right? I think so. That's how I do it. I think so. Correct. Yay. But I also think that sometimes you're supposed to switch it over like after oh. you and i just always just use my left hand for shoveling it into my mouth as well oh but i've always been a slight bit ambidextrous <laughs> oh well maybe that's it i used to always cut things with left my left hand <laughs> oh yeah i cut with my um with my left hand i think right i don't know yes i can't write with my left hand but i do a lot of normally right hand stuff with my left hand <laughs> like now that i'm not actively eating i'm like how do i eat <laughs> <laughs> okay how does the host signify that the meal is over? Stands up, politely says the meal is over, <laughs> clinks their glass, or puts a napkin on the table. I think it's puts a napkin on the table. Like, I'm done yeah, with it in my lap. I'm putting it on the table. I think so, too, because I think that's the first step. And then they stand up. Yeah. When yeah. they're like, really, you got to get out of here. Get out of my dining room. <laughs> and then they clink their glass. Excuse me. Get out of here. Napkin meant leave. <laughs> Correct. Do you agree with Matt? Because he said by stumbling into the fire because he's too pissed. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. By pulling his trousers down and telling everyone to. 
And then Bella wanted to stand up, and neither of them were right. Okay. <laughs> we got seven in a se- out of seven, above oh. and beyond. You killed it. You must be a British lord. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if it says we are. My grandma raised me right. <laughs> <laughs> My classroom taught me right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess it's on to recommendations. Yes. remember mine i have one ready this week for once all right then you go first (laughs) all right my recommendation for this week is going to be the podcast make my day with josh gondelman it's a weekly like 30 minute podcast in which josh gondelman who is maybe the nicest person alive (laughs) um (laughs) has a guest on just one guest so they always win and he ask them questions and they just make up answers and then he gives them points for their answer (laughs) it's always so fun and delightful and the guests are always funny and and then they give at the end they both give a group of people a pep talk (laughs) (laughs) or i I think sometimes it can be objects that they give pep talks to they just give a pep talk and it's always delightful it's like a little dose of happiness in the middle of the week (laughs) (laughs) that sounds cool i might have to check that out you should i just recently have discovered who josh gondelman even is the name sounds familiar and you should follow him on twitter too because he's just so funny and nice (laughs) i have to check him out and i'm like that's like all those podcasters like i know their names i just am like trying to picture their face and because they're podcasters most of the time i'm like oh (laughs) well he's sometimes on the last post which i know i've recommended before okay um, and which he plays like a tech billionaire who's (laughs) evil but he's still so nice that you just can't help it All right. I think I'm going to go in the spirit of zombie-ish things um, <laughs> because there was an episode of this show that just I just watched that was like, I guess you could say zombie adjacent. Um, I'm going to recommend the Star Wars Clone Wars series, oh. the cartoon. Um, I just started recently watching it and it's really good. <laughs> it's so entertaining. It is like a kid show. Because it's a cartoon on, I think on Cartoon Network originally, but there is a lot of death and uh, <laughs> lightsaber kills. And oh my! <laughs> it is very like, very much like Star Wars, where it's like sort of like not super adult, but there's also a lot of death and war in it. Uh-huh. So it's like okay, <laughs> but um, I think it's a really good redemptive thing for like those first three movies because. The characters, I mean, Anakin is still the worst, but <laughs> there are so many. There's like a Ahsoka who's like his Padawan, who you're like. Yes, I've heard of her just best. in general outside of the show. Yes, like, people she's love like her. the best person. There are a lot more Jedi Masters that I didn't know about. And there is this one Jedi Master and Padawan who are, I can't, I don't know if they're like their alien race, but they're like in very like just full garb, like headdresses. And it's almost like a an allusion to like the like hijab and stuff like that and it uh-huh. seems to be a very wide swath of representation in it oh, that's cool. which is really great uh and the episode we just watched had a character voiced by john favreau and i was like i know that voice <laughs> <laughs> i can't forget that voice um but it, it's just it's so good it's so entertaining and you just like you don't follow just anakin like you follow like obi-wan kenobi and his travels and there's like an episode about this person and it's just so good Awesome. I love it. Maybe I'll watch it with my dad. It's really, really fun. <laughs> All right. And let's see. Okay. Bef- well, next week, obviously, we're doing Pride and Prejudice and Zombies Part 2. Right. And then we've got one more thing of David Lynch shorts. And then it's our one-year anniversary Woo! check-in. And so if you guys have anything you want to contribute to that, you know, like, what was your favorite thing we covered? <laughs> What what do you want to see us do next? Right. You know, if you have any questions or comments or mashups or anything that you want for the one year anniversary, we'd love to hear it. And Right. We'd also appreciate some celebratory, like, just messages about how much you've enjoyed it so far and what you yeah. maybe want to see going forward. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to give us a rating or review, we would really appreciate that. Yes. It would really help the podcast. And... Um, make sure you subscribe when you on your podcasting app 
so you can get it every week (laughs) yes and then if you want to um contact us contact us for those messages <laughs> um you can email us at manners and madness at gmail.com mm-hmm. our twitter is at manners madness our instagram is at manners and madness pod and our website is manners and and you can leave us a voice message yes we'd really love it yes so i guess we will see you or talk to you <laughs> <laughs> next week with part two of pride and prejudice and zombies yes more zombies more gore <laughs> more killer 18th century women yeah more kicking butt yes <laughs> <laughs> all right good night bye